the talk is based on this simple premise of non-duality, two aspects of us, which is you are already and always will be and always have been what you're looking for. Yeah. That's the assumption. Or being ourselves reality or the seeker is the sort. Basically, the goal has already been attained. Yeah, you're here now. Yes. Then that not seemingly being obvious, there's an activity going on. That's basically more important to point to, which is the sense of new duality. And you could say uh, the mother and father of duality is dualism, the subject-objectness that we find ourselves in. So sometimes we're thinking about us as an object, sometimes we're thinking about us as the subject. Yeah. Uh, we're not thinking, the system is. So this idea of non-duality is just not two. It's just negating that assumption. And when that assumption's negated and you see what you used to look from, uh, that's the direction of non-duality. Yeah. You don't need to look that far. <laughs> you are what you're looking for in a, both aspects. Yeah, you are... You are not what you're looking for. And by looking at it, you can come to that conclusion. And when you come to the conclusion, it's always been the conclusion. See, it's not like something new. It's like if it hits you sufficiently, it informs you or there's an information of it always being in this way. Yeah, always being this way. Nothing's ever changed. It. So we're at the dog park again today. And uh, yeah, but two weeks ago it was the uh, <laughs> it was the uh, garbage place. Now it's the dog park. So yeah, so Genta, whoever's there, how we're speaking of this is from hopefully what we are, and we're speaking about what we're not, instead of speaking to all of us as what we're not about what we are. It's simple. It's a very it's a distinctly different direction, but it doesn't really change any of the pieces. In other words, in a sense, the horse is always before the cart, but the cart's not seeing it that way. <laughs> the cart sees itself as before the horse. So when you recognize you're not the cart, then it becomes clear that the horse is in front of the cart, and it's always been that way, and it actually always will be that way. It can appear to be other ways, but it can't be other ways. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. So what is that but the, uh, like a definition of dreaming? When something isn't so, can seem to be so, would be a form of dreaming, yes? So we're mistaken, we're not seeing something, and from that not seeing it, we're seeing a lot of other shit. And the reality the other shit is given is based on not being conscious that we are reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, that's it. Let's go to coffee. Nice to see you. Yeah, yeah. It's that simple, really. Now, you can repeat it in time because seemingly in time you can forget it. That's the whole point, yeah. So, hopefully, like it says in uh, that old mantra, Ron gone gone to the other shore upon arriving on having never left. Well, let's say you go to satsangs and you seem to arrive again at that point. Yeah. Sooner or later, when you arrive, it tells you on having it's based on having never left. So 
it's going to severely limit the arrivals, isn't it? You're going to arrive, then seem you seem like you sp split, you left, and then you come back. And every time you come back, it tells you you never left. <laughs> when do you? When does it sink in? Maybe now, maybe a couple more satsangs, who knows? But it's inevitably going to sink in. After all these arrivals, you'll see that you actually never arrived because it's based on having never left. Yeah. So it looks like you were somewhere and you wanted to leave there and you planned an arrival by practicing some tradition or a thousand year old path with the hopes of arriving at the other shore, but upon arriving on having never left. All right, we'll do it again. <laughs> See, you do the same thing again. Yes, all right. I believe, or there's a belief, it's not you believing, yeah? There's a belief that there's you believing, really. So there's a believing that we're somewhere and we like to get to a better somewhere, yeah? Now, I'm not talking about all the geographical somewheres, but another one, a location that we always are fulfilling whatever geographical position we're in, this, yeah? So this would like to get into a better this or leave a, a worse than this or whatever. So, and then they will call, let's say, finding the better this would be the other shore. So we first launch from this shore that we don't want to be in and we go through a process to arrive at the other shore, which is a better self. But in fact, when you arrive at the other shore, that, you know, the arrival is dismissed immediately by on having never left. Yeah. So then instead of looking to arrive somewhere, you question what is it that has that need to arrive somewhere? It may not be you. And if it's not you, that's on having never left. Yeah. So this, this message has a direction and the direction is negation, not denial, but negation. Where Hopefully, because if we are everywhere, then the message doesn't need to be directed. The only directed direction the message has is to bypass you, really, to bypass Paul and Mike. That's the point. I can't miss everywhere. I can miss you, which is great because your arm, your mental arm can only reach so far. So if we overwhelm you like a juggler with two balls, if we throw a couple more balls, it's gonna stop, yeah? It's gonna miss. And in that pause, when you're left with your own devices, you won't, you'll see they're not your devices, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's how, that's how the message works. So we overload you so that we can bypass you and get through you to what you are. And then when that hears it, and you see the mental states proclaiming it's the hearer of it, and you don't go to that second phase, you stay in the hearing of it, that's the message, yeah? You've now recognized what happens. When there's the hearing of the message, the mental state arises and says it's the hearer of the message. You've seen it now, yeah? Not from it, that would be looking from it. You've seen it. You've seen it from what? From seeing, from awareness. You're not the one who's aware. You're seeing that from awareness, yeah? 
instead of taking you to be aware and trying to become more aware of something, you're seeing that which you're not wanting to become aware, to become more aware of something from awareness. And then you start laughing out loud. Then the joke is there, it's fresh, it's ludicrous, it's insane that being ourselves reality, we're seeking to attain reality, yeah? It makes complete sense if that first premise isn't true. If you're not reality and you've tried everything else, maybe finding reality would work. Maybe you'd feel better. Maybe you'd have a stable sense of okayness. Maybe reality could be the trick. It could be the magic because you're trying fucking everything else. But if we are reality, wanting to attain reality is a denial of reality, yes? While we're feeling like I'm actually reinforcing the idea of reality and I'm bringing it, I'm bringing a great emphasis to the idea of reality. In fact, what's happening is you're reinforcing that you're not reality. Yeah. How is that? Like Ramana says it so beautifully, the presupposing of the non-existent thing, which is the sense of Paul. Yeah. This non-existent thing is now given the attribute of existence as if it has it or did it or is it, yeah? So this non-existent thing, the presupposing of it, being the existent you, really, and then wanting to get salvation for the existent you, all the while that's actually the non-existent thing, <laughs> yeah? What happens? So your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? Yeah. So when the non-existent thing is taken to be the existing person, its pursuit of salvation is actually reinforcing the fact that it's enslaved or imprisoned. Yeah. So the more it attempts to free itself, the more it's bound to the idea of self. Yeah. That thing is in, uh, there's tons of examples of it, but it's the same basic equation. Yeah, it's the, the equation of believing you're in and then wanting to get out and you've, there's a mistake you're not actually in. So trying to get out of what you're not in reinforces the reality of in, yeah? It appears in a lot of ways, but it's the same equation, yeah? So this is the premise of non-duality, being ourselves reality, the greatest mystery as Ramana put it, is reality wanting to attain reality. Yeah. But obviously, the aspect of reality that's wanting to attain, attain reality has taken itself to be something else, yes? Or it wouldn't want to attain itself. It would just be quite, quite happy being itself, yeah? Yes? For you to want to get what you are, you have to believe you're not, yeah? That's the only way there could be a rival. If you are what you're looking for, it totally it just erases the idea that you're going to arrive there someday, doesn't it? Because whatever arrives there is that which you were looking for. So basically, another way of getting that, you arrive upon having never left. Yeah, it happened. I was I remember a day in the hospital. I was going in for a, some operation, and something just. Uh, One gave one one of those pause headlines that really affected, yeah, whatever. But I felt it as soon as it hit. It told me that it's always been this way. 
So all the stories that I had to make it this way, I had to unmake the other way, all that was completely negated. It's always been this way. In other words, my feelings of relative conditions has no effect on that condition. Yeah. Yet I'm owning these conditions from that condition. Reality is taking itself to be something else and then looking for itself. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the negation of non-duality. It's just questioning this assumption of what we, where we start from. Yeah. And you can see it before you even hit the, the pillow to meditate. The mental state has made you the meditator. Yeah. As soon as you're going down for the beginning of the retreat, it has you as the retreatant, retreatant. And it doesn't matter how many fucking spiritual experiences or peak events or shit like that. It's going to re-engage. It may get knocked down, but it's never out seemingly. As long as you're there, it shows up and it claims to be the one who had the experience of its own absence, really. On and on. I don't think it can. How can you defeat, defeat an activity you're engaged in? How can you defeat an imagined foe? Yeah. It's sort of like that movie, The Fight Club, when Ed Norton had the big revelation and he saw all the videos. He had this whole story that Brad Pitt was kicking the shit out of him all the whole movie. Then he sees the video and he's punching himself. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, the reactions of Ed when he was thinking Brad Pitt was kicking the shit on himself was completely different than the reaction of Ed when he saw it was him punching himself. Yes, maybe that he never got another punch. <laughs> While the story of Brad was praying, Brad, stop punching me or getting a bigger Brad to stop. You know what I mean? They would, the habit of being punched would continue, but once he saw it was him, and hence for not him, it stopped. Yeah, this is like the message. Yeah, you know, you're going right where you are. And you, no, exactly right where you are. It isn't like right behind you. It's right where you're it. You're it right now. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me. No, you're it now. Right. What's looking? What? <laughs> no, you're it. <laughs> when Ed saw himself, what? <laughs> so what happens if Ed sees he's punching himself? It can stop, <laughs> maybe immediately. It doesn't take like three months of Brad getting rehabilitated. <laughs> it just stops because he realizes, wait a minute, I'm fucking doing it. And then I'm not, yeah? First, there's the responsibility. Yeah, I'm fucking doing it. And then it leads to, and I'm not. Because you see, that, you, that which was called you ain't you. Yeah, because you see it. You don't think about it. You don't really read about it. You see it. There's a seeing of it. There's an awareness of it that basically, you know, then the next week, if you get punched, you don't think it's Brad. <laughs> you know it's Ed. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you don't forget that little topic. It's just, it's like a moot point now. Now you've seen something, it doesn't change anymore. Yeah, it's, you're convinced, so to speak. You're convinced that there was never a Brad Pitt. So when the head says, Brad's really kicking the shit out of you, you don't buy it anymore. Where before you completely believed it. 
Why? Something's been seen. Yes? What's the most reliable thing, non-thing here is the awareness. Yeah? It has no gate, it has no dog in the hunt. It's just aware. It just tells the truth by its innate nature. What's false is seen to be false. What's an appearance is an appearance. What's an activity is, is an activity. It doesn't say, oh, it's a bad or good activity. It just tells the truth. And you are somewhere involved in that. And there's something, shit, you know, hits. Something's land, finally. And you're convinced of what? You know, that statement convinced me when I read it. It can, I was convinced when it, when it explained to me, hey, this non-existent thing I've been calling Paul. So there was a mix-up with the subjectivity with an object. The object is a non-existent thing. It's an object, yeah? But there was something that was giving life to it, and I, there was, the mental state had mixed those both up. So when I thought about me as the subject, I pictured it as an object which is duality. That's it. Yes. So finally, finally, I hear the statement and I read it in a lot of, there was a lot of people who wrote about Ramana Maharshi's teachings. Ramana only wrote, I think, one thing in some weird dialect in India, but, and this would be said in so many different ways, but it was always prefaced as the problem or the greatest mystery. There was an emphasis on this idea that if you don't see it, you're going to be looking from what it's warning you about. <laughs> That's basically why it, had, it was an emphasis. And it was like being convinced, I mean, no, it was the uh, presupposing of a non-existent thing, wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. If that's the case, and he was basically saying that's the case, on the mental level, that's the case, yeah. It's not personal, it's a mental activity, that's the case. Your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? Yeah, that's why he didn't get to uh, offering that many techniques and shit. He just gave you the who am I because he figured whatever's, if a, a technique is offered, there's going to be a claiming of that and you're going to be the one who's using the technique. So again, the practices that you will hope are destroying something are, is reinforcing something because you can't destroy this activity. Yeah, you're the, you're the, not the doer of the activity, you're the doing of the activity, yeah. So being ourselves reality, to me, that also means that you have the eyes to see what's true or false. And the only illusion that could fool reality is if reality was in cahoots with it. That's basically it. I don't think anything could fool reality. So basically, if you're seemingly fooled, it's reality doing it in a way. Yeah. It has to be. Because when you see it, that which you are completely absorbed by with, and you were trying to get out of so much shit and practicing so much, you never saw it. Never. But then you hear the message and you see it. You see it's manufacturing. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a factory right in the middle of town. You can't miss it. You just cannot miss it. Once you hear, once you hear the right message, you can't miss it because you've suddenly, finally, you see what's being talked about, not from the seer or the hearer of it, but from the seeing of it. Yeah. 
you see the activity of what you're not, it's far out. And the activity of what you're not just demands more activity. If it's gonna become free, it's gotta go through a whole lot of shit. Yeah. And it can, 30 good steps and then one step negates all the 30 good steps. It's a way, it's not very, it's, a, it's sort of like the head. If you're feeling great, it gets suspicious. You know, people are gonna realize I'm a fraud or I don't deserve this. But if you feel like you're a little bummed out, you're thinking you're starting a lifelong depression. <laughs> it has an innate bias, yeah? It likes to sort of contract whatever seems to be expansive and expand whatever seems to be contracted. Yeah, so <laughs> you don't enlist the head to be a partner in this journey. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait until you get it. No, no. <laughs> It's a dead horse, you just get up. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure I can rehabilitate it, good luck. <laughs> it has a limited programming. And one of the programs, it cannot get, self can't get out of self, it cannot get it. It will just get out of the burning, broken vehicle it used to get out of self and get into another one and end up with another broken, <laughs> And then not get it, pull back, get another one, ram in. And I, I've, I've seen it enough that I figure it's not going to get it. Yeah. Self's not going to get, uh, it's not self. So you move on. Yeah. So you realize you come to a talk. It has nothing with, to do with who thought showed up. There's just a hearing of something. And if it says you didn't hear it, there was still a hearing of something. And it's like a, a spiritual subpoena has been whacked. You've gotten it, you know, you've been served and you see what happens. Yeah. I don't think ever. The ideas that galvanized in me weren't produced by thought or effort. It was by satsang. I heard people share. I read a couple of books. I read Ramana, a couple of it not even whole things. I read Ramesh Balsakar, Who Cares? That was the first one I think I read. And a little went a long way. You would stop at some, if something would be said that was so peculiar to the mental logic, you would stop there. And then the mental logic, you could hear it. And then you just stay there and then maybe read it again. And then, because now that you have something else, you can contrast and compare. If you're only listening to one station, yeah, you don't know how fucking bad it is. But when you hear another one, another broadcast, and then you see the other broadcast, you get a good sense of its severe limitations and an agenda, really. Yeah. So the freedom comes from that. So. I heard these guys, I went, uh, and that was that really. Yeah. I already had a seat assignment with recovery. It got just got shifted into spiritual addiction. <laughs> and really looking at them, the drug and the alcohol and the spiritual condition, they're very similar. 
And I actually think drugs are better because at least you get to feel something quickly, you know? <laughs> Can you imagine ever going to a drug dealer and going, I, can I have a half a gram? Uh, it may take lifetimes yeah. so you get to get this half a no, fuck you. <laughs> at least you'd get a hit, at least. So, but uh, it just rang true. Went to satsangs and it stopped me in my tracks. And then, then when I was stopped, I could see the mental movements. I could see it. I could see this almost like, like time was like a, a current in the ocean, you know, but it was dry. You couldn't feel the wetness of it, but you could feel a momentum, a mental momentum that's never at rest. It's, it, 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 it disguises its unrest with the point, I'm only unrestful because we haven't arrived, but there's no arrival in it. Yeah, it's just unrest, agitation, begetting agitation. Yeah. It can't stop. Obviously, because if the making of self stops, it's very clear there isn't one. Yeah. So an appearance has to be reinforced constantly because it doesn't appear really. It's an appearance. Yeah. It doesn't have the ability to appear. It's an appearance. But what is so is so. It doesn't need to appear to be so, or it doesn't matter. It is. It's like a rock. Yeah. And when you land on it, there's a stability and rest there. And you'll know the tree by its fruits. Yeah. If you get, hey, the seeking, the seeker is the sort, uh, seeking is going to take a big hit, obviously, in your life. Yeah. You're not going to, you're just going to, a lot of the shit that had a lot of life in it, have some momentum, just the plug gets pulled and you're just there. Finally, as the emperor with no clothes, and it's awesome, really. You just, all right, uh, what do I do now? <laughs> Basically, I don't know how to, how am I going to, how am I going to pass all the time? Yeah. And then you see, you see the addictive nature of what you're not. Yeah. And you stop claiming what you're not as what you are. Yeah. You can recognize it. Why? Because you're looking from somewhere solid. You're not trying to look at what you are, what you're not, from what you're not. That doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't, yeah? You're not going to convince this that it doesn't have free will, yeah? Because the, its whole programming is based on the idea of free will. And as Ramana put it, hey, if, you have, if there's a sense of individualism, there's going to be a sense of free will. It's a package deal. So as long as there's a sense of being an individual, there's going to be a sense of free will. Is it free will? No, but there's a sense of it, you see. This is what I feel a lot of people run into. They believe this is going to get there's no free will. But it's still going to have a sense of free will, yeah? It's going to feel like it. And so just move on, get to the next topic. Yeah. All right. Is everything predetermined? Who gives a fuck, really? Yeah. <laughs> so move on. Yeah. <laughs> Can I experience this? No. Can I understand it? No. Can I have it? No. Can I lose it? No. Yeah. What role do I play? Very minor. 
<laughs> what is there to do? You'll find out. Yeah. You're not going to get a rote program. <laughs> you know, you're not. Maybe you'll do us, maybe you'll do some shit, maybe you won't. It doesn't have it's like the the old story of the of the saint and he was pretty crazy and so the people that followed him made a, a dogma of what he did. And they figured if I do what the saint does, I'm going to arrive at where the saint is. But the saint hadn't arrived that way. The saint was just where he was, and that was a crazy way of expressing from there. To make it a path to get back to a no path isn't, doesn't work, yeah? Yeah? So this isn't rote, all right, this is what you're going to do. You're going to say the Ramana Nizagadatta prayer at 8.30 in the morning. 8.45, I'm going to chant, I'm not a body, to 9.45. Then at 9.46, you're going to realize what that chanting just did, reinforce that you were a body. <laughs> then sit in that pause, and 10 o'clock, the rest of the day is yours. And if you're really stubborn, come back tomorrow. <laughs> we have another program for tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's a simple message. Here's the invitation. You already got it, and you're already what you're looking for. So when people tell me they want to do this and want to do that, I said, well, you're already successful. Yeah, you're already successful. I want to. I want to. I want to have. I want to be in the neighborhood of peace. You're right there. <laughs> I want to be able to enjoy peace of mind. There it is. Yeah, all that's available right now. You've succeeded. It's like that story we were talking about the other day with uh, there's an old Indian thing about the guy who has a huge bag on his head and he's trying to truck to the station. No, he's trying to get to a destination. And another guy sees his predicament and says, hey, there's a train that goes to that destination. Yeah, the station's only a, like a right around the corner. You don't have to take this 10-mile journey. And get on the train, take you to the destination. Yeah, you think that was enough of the message, but no, it wasn't. It's because the guy got to the train, got on the train, and kept the bag on his head. So he's still weighing, feeling all the weight, and he's on the train. So the guy who shared the message knew what would happen, so he went on the train to be there to tell him, hey, bro, you can put the bag down. That's the support of satsang, yes? First you realize, hey, and then you gotta be checked <laughs> because the head will claim it and do the same thing and have that head bag on the head again, hoping I, I'm, and the, the rationale of the heavy bag is, I'll be able to put it down when I reach my destination, but you can put it down now because you are the destination you'd like to reach, yes? On having never left. Fucking put it down. The only thing that's stopping anything is lack of possibility, really. It's lack of possibility. If you believe that okayness isn't available now, that I could be okay, yeah? Or I was once okay, yes? That has limited your possibilities, unbelievable. If you believe even the shortest distance between you and a destination can seem like 10,000 miles, yeah? This completely takes away all that. There's no destination. There's no requirements necessary for you to be what you already are. 
It doesn't say, St. Francis does not say, in, he didn't write a book, but that what's looking is what you're looking for after you go through 50 fucking requirements. No, it says what's looking is what you're looking for, like right now, yeah? So basically, you're believing this condition is more supreme than that condition. And the only way that con condition can become my condition is if this condition changes. That's insane, isn't it? And who's gonna play God about your practice? Your head, yeah? You're gonna go to your head. Like someone once said, uh, oh, they love this, uh, this master who was dead, you know, loved them, completely loved them. And uh, then the, the master appeared to him and told them, hey, you don't need to do fucking anything, yeah? So he's like, unbelievable. And then the master disappeared three hours later, he's fucking eff efforting, meditating, shit like that, because he was still the master. He had this story that that was the master, but it wasn't, his head was still the master. His head wouldn't allow the possibility of being inherently free. It would allow the possibility of maybe you'll become free. Yeah, but that's gonna be a fucking, that could take a long, long time. But it's never going to entertain the possibility that you are free now. Because then it would seem to be useless or pointless. Its relevance, which is given to it, would be withdrawn. And you would have the horse in front of the cart. My inherent condition outshines my other con the other conditions. Why am I living a, world, a life that the other conditions hide the outshining condition? See what you're not, and you'll find out what you are. You can describe the describable. Why not listen? You cannot describe the indescribable. Why listen? Why do I want to listen to another attempt to describe the indescribable? It doesn't go anywhere. But I can describe the describable, and maybe you'll hear that from the indescribable. Yeah? And you'll see the difference in a way. Yes, and then the horse will always be where it always is, is before the cart. And now blue will be blue and red is red and things will become clear without any fucking trying to make it clear. Yeah, you'll see. The head has an agenda. When we say in recovery, you have to do a fearless, thorough inventory. That's not going to happen if you're doing it from the head because the head doesn't want to see a lot of shit, yeah? Because it would upstage its story. So we, we definitely have selective viewing. We do have those things like the horse does, yeah? Something is directing attention and interest. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, any questions here, out here, Dave? I don't see any hands up right now. If anybody has a question, go ahead and raise your hand. Tyler here, so it's like a Zoom and not a Zoom. Oh, I see a hand up. Uh, do you have a question there in person? It looks like Leah has her hand up here. You're in there, frozen, down in the bottom. Hey, Paul, can you Tyler. Uh, I think Okay, do we have a question there? <laughs> That's 
This is truly, that's right. We, let's put on last week's Zoom with Tyler, and then we show Tyler, Tyler. Tyler, that's what you're looking for. <laughs> Paula, I think Leah, Leah has her hand up. Who? Uh, Leah? Is it oh, Leah? 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 Yeah. Hey, Paul, thanks so much. And um, it's good to see you. Thank you for the meeting today. Um, is this, so what if I wasn't in recovery? What if I didn't do the steps? What if I just didn't do any of this? Are you implying that, and, and it's not a challenge, it's, it's an honest question. If I am what I'm looking for, then what's the point of even trying? There doesn't need to be a point. You're going to be brought to trying or not. You're not running the ship. Honey. You're like a passenger. You don't have the key to the, uh, the captain's position. Yeah. Yeah. You had mentioned in the past about nothing being volitional and there not being any self-will. So is my understanding that this just is who I am, is the experiencer. I'm the person who's watching the doing. I'm the person who's watching the seeing that this shit's already like laid out for me. Well, you're not the experiencer. You're the experiencing. See, the selfing would have you as the experiencer, but you're not. Yeah, there's just you're you're another act, another aspect of experiencing, of verbing. Yeah, so and where we're speaking from now is from a noun. So the noun says, "What if I wasn't in AA or whatever?" But are you in AA? Yeah. Do I have a choice? Well, you sure feel like you do. So do the next right thing. <laughs> That's how I see it. Yeah. And when you don't, you won't beat your shit up, yourself up for not doing the next right thing. Because you'll see that you're pretty incapable. <laughs> yeah. But I don't understand the, the thing you're talking about. Are you in, are you in recovery, Leah? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so. I guess what I'm trying to understand is is like, and I and I don't think at all the the introduction of of non duality is appropriate for those of us who are new in recovery. So I'm 12 years in, but I've only been in the program for two years. And so, like, I can get and see, like, my shit was messy. I need the 12 steps. I need a design for living easy. But, like, as I start, and, and, and I was led to you, you know, not on my own volition. You know, I was just led to you from Patrick. And then, you know, yeah, you, you came to speak to the Friendly Circle Berlin. And, I mean, I didn't, like, Google this shit. And... As I'm and I'm and I'm drawn to non-duality, it it lands with me. It's the only thing. It's the only thing that ever makes sense. You know, when I ask myself, Leah, like, is anything ever enough? And there's nothing that's ever enough. There's not enough success. There's not enough food. There's not enough attention. There's not enough 
anything that's ever enough. And so that's proof for me that like, okay, this can't be real. And then that helps to put into perspective, like other people that are in my life. Okay, definitely, you know, they're not the doer, they're not the experiencer, they're, it, it makes sense, you know, and we all have messy lives, or, you know, we come in and out of like acting right or not acting right. So like, all of that makes sense. But I guess like, as I pull back the lens even more, I can't help but wonder, and I feel like I know exactly how you're going to answer this. Like, what if I didn't get into recovery? And I guess I feel like the way you would answer that is like, well, you did, and you're here now. So like, just... Yes, I would. It's sort of like me saying, what if I didn't get run over by the car? Mm -hmm. The fact it wouldn't change anything because I got run over by the car mm -hmm. <laughs> right now. So it's sort yeah. of like, yes. Yeah, I think maybe part of too, what is happening is like, um, I'm freaked out, like not in a bad way. I'm just freaked out. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, like it, and, and like a good oh shit. It's going to freak out the mental state. Yeah, but thank God it's not you. Yeah. It's about time it freaks out. It's been freaking you out for a long time. <laughs> so let's freak it out. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Thank you. Yeah. And the thing with the, uh, we don't know what's going on here. So who says, uh, Maybe the appropriate time to hear non-duality is when you hear non-duality. It may not land or fall then, but it probably will, yeah, down the road. So I've had people walk in who really, it was pretty much so a contrast, they thought they were at a Tupperware meeting. And they sat and they were wondering what the fuck and, and you know, but they heard the message, they got it, they walked out with the subpoena, yeah, and no Tupperware. <laughs> it's sort of like that so who am i to say i mean yeah yeah so but i understand leah i understand uh if you had if if you're all like tied up with these strings of importance and relevance and specialness and when they get tugged and you see that you're not so special and not so relative it's it's a shock to the system that lives on that yeah, but it's a good one, well, I feel. Because uh, when you see it, when you, it's like the emperor with no clothes. When you see the emperor with no clothes, a lot happens, yeah? And you're not that, see? Yeah, and you, but you're not an experiencer, honey. That's, the, that's what selfing does. There's an experience, the selfing, claims it and then says, you're the one who had the experience. And now there'll be millions of experiences, but there'll be one experiencer. Yeah, this is to me the bondage of self. So it uses a million links to, to, uh, to enclose the same one necklace. Yeah, it says constantly, yeah, so yeah. But yeah, I'm a... Uh, It's like your head's in the tiger's mouth, you know, it's over. Oh, yeah. It's over. <laughs> it's it's over. It's like the last answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. 
I mean, the, the last answer has incredible value because it takes the, away the need to have any more answers in this topic. It's beautiful. Yeah. This doesn't, yeah, you know, you're not trying to get to a different level of ascendance. You're really freed from the need to be liberated. And for a lot of people in spirituality, the need to be liberated is a heavy yoke that they're carrying around. Yeah. Could you imagine if your day had it were based on the need to be liberated? Jesus Christ. You wouldn't have time for anyone else. You'd be busy trying to be liberated. Yeah. But this is has nothing to do with that. It has to do with being freed from the need to be liberated. So what? So you're available fucking finally. Finally you're available. You're available for the rocks, for the flowers, for the noises, for the weather for the dog, for everything. You're just available. Yeah. And it, mostly before, you were based on a withholding and it was a selective availability. And it was almost like the, the Panama Canal with the selfing running the fucking, you know, closing the canals and the water like that. Yeah. And then your hope was, I'm going to withhold until I get the real, the right fucking thing. And then you think that, that arthritis isn't, hasn't set, that, oh, once you meet, you'll be able to, no, you're stuck in a posture. You're like mummified. You've, you've taken an interpretation. You, there's no you, this is the language, but there's an interpretation that has been risen to prominence over living. Yeah? And the interpretation says, forget about this living, I'm, prom I'm promising you a life. I'm promising you a better form of it. Just do this, do that, and fucking fuck with them or whatever, you know? It does. And you end up foregoing the sense of being on to this in interpretation. And to me, it drove me to get loaded and shit. Yeah. Or, you know, I remember I used to jump off of, bun off of bridges on with bungee cords. You're not going to become a master of jumping off of bridges. You do it like once or twice. I'm not, I've been jumping 20. It's not like something you practice. It just, you could sense when you got up on the railing, fear, yeah? The fear, and the fear said, don't go. And it was nice to fucking go. So you got up and one of the feelings you had left is, hey, that door that had forbidden on it, I just walked through and nothing fucking happened, yeah? It was a nice possibility, yeah? But what drives you how to do these things? You must be feeling like suffocated, yeah? So this is freedom from the freedom from the bondage of self. The bondage of self is an activity. There's no self that's bonded to you or you are not bonded to self. It's an activity that we're entertaining, yeah? We're listening to it first and foremost, and yet it comes later. The first and foremost is the silence, it's the generating of the onness. Then the yapping comes, but now the yapping is the foremost, yeah? And the silence is something we hunt for after, yet in fact the silence is before everything. There's no note without silence surrounding it. But no, we're missing all that, and we just want to emphasize the note. And we want the note to sound like our song, the head, and it's addicted to it. It's addicted to a point. See, I tell you, 
the bout of drug addiction with cocaine I had was unbelievable. It was. And I saw some people that were in that same state, but I didn't see that many. It was fucking way out there. I thought it was a religion. Shooting up was like a sacrament. And I really believed that I was going to have the mind be so taut it would snap and I'd be there for about 10 seconds. I was willing to die physically just to be free from it for like 10 seconds or something. Yeah. yeah. I was totally in it. But all the time I was doing that shit, I never thought I was cocaine. Never. I never, after 10 days of doing it, I didn't fall into a hallucination. I'm cocaine, you know? No, there was a clear line that we start past there now with selfie. We're taking ourselves to be the drug already at the get-go. It was built early on, yeah? We are so past the point of drug addiction or actually so before the point of drug addiction, it's mind boggling. We have been taking this drug of Paul for a long, long time. We're addicted to it, yeah? And to this point, we can't see to be anything other than Paul. The identification has blended so well, we keep constantly calling it us, yeah? And it just immediately clamps down of any possibility of being free from it because you dream to be free as it. And you're practicing to be free as it. And you're trying to purify it so it gets ready. Yes? It's slavery. It's incredible slavery. I mean, I felt enslaved going to someone's house super late in, at night. I didn't like the dude, but he had something I wanted. So I had to listen to his whole life story. And I just keep watching his hand, hoping he'd pull out the Coke. But I was willing, I just, all right, I've heard it last week. And this, because I was a fucking, I was completely dependent on what he seemed to have. This is way beyond that. Yeah. In this case, you're the dealer and the drug addict. <laughs> so thank God you're not. But see, sometimes one people only see one aspect of it. They see themselves as the drug taker, but they don't see themselves as the dealer. Yeah, you see both of those apparitions and there's a freedom there. If you see one, you only get the consequences of the other, just like the thief and the policeman. It sucked being a thief, but at least I had some fun. The policeman was fucking like a puritanical, fucking Catholic grand, Irish grandmother to do shit and this idea of perfection rose I, I have to be perfect that's what motivated me to get loaded yeah so you leave the thief you see oh i'm not that but you take yourself to the policeman it's even worse <laughs> you go back to the thief life at least you have ignorant has some bliss to it you know what i mean but if you see both if you see first you see self and then you see the seer of self yeah, the claiming of the seeing, if you see both of them, that's the one two punch that non-duality offers really. It's, if you only get the one, it's going to reinforce the other. You see both and you're neither, yeah? If you see the thief, you're only gonna be more of a policeman. If you see the policeman, you'll become more of a thief. But if you see both, you're neither, you're neither. You see both of them as, as mental gloves. Yeah, both. And there's the freedom there. 
And that's duality. Duality is the thief policeman. Yeah, it's not, it's not, oh, I saw what has defeated me. You are seeing from that which has defeated you and then stating that that which I'm seeing is what defeated me as that. That's the bondage of self. The bondage of self is not a one lock thing. It's a combo. It's locked. If you open it, it locks another way. Yeah. If you only open it once, it locks another way. You get caught in the policeman. I'm telling you, the policeman sucked. My first five years of sobriety, I was on a fucking tight leash. I couldn't do shit. <laughs> I couldn't trust myself as far as I could throw myself. It sucked. I was going over every intention before everything. <laughs> it was insane. It was complete obsession with self. Pursuing the freedom of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Don has his hand up. All right. Want to go ahead? I'm completely lost that we're on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Don, you want to go? Hey. Donna? Thanks, Dave. Uh, it's Don. Hi, Paul. Oh, Don. Um, I, I didn't think Donna. What a deep voice there. Not Donna. Donna. Yeah, not Donna. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I have a question. I had a question that has a but in the middle. So then I thought I'm not going to ask that question, right? I know what's going to happen if there's a but in the middle of my question. Um, but it's like, um, what am I saying? What am I saying? It feels like there's this pattern in my life for years, decades. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah um, it's like, when something good happens, when something, some space arises, when I recognize, realize, whatever, something, and glimpse, I don't know. It's like the negative trip or negative trips, plural, are like, oh, we saw that one. Okay, um, we're going to stop that again from happening again. It's like an immune system. It feels like apparently you can get COVID twice, but any message about the truth, I can't get it twice. And I get disheartened. I don't know if that's a question. I get disheartened. I go, like, I, I may be listening to you for six, seven weeks, I guess. First couple of weeks of January, um, I, I really noticed I'm traveling lighter a little bit. And then the butt comes. I'm going, oh, no, it's never going to happen ever again. It doesn't matter how long more I listen to Paul forever. It's just fucking no, never going to. It's The negative trip is so fucking determined and so aggressive. I'm like, oh, no. And it just happened so many times during my life. I don't know what to do. I get, you know, I get disheartened about it. And I go, how many hours of listening to Paul or whoever else? And I'm like, nothing. Even now I'm listening to you. Well, I'm talking now. But when I was listening to you just now, I'm sitting here, the body is sitting here, and there's nothing getting through. It's like, la, 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 don't listen to him. An hour and a half, we only have to ignore him for an hour and a half, so nothing good gets through, and then we can stop ignoring. It's unbelievable, the resistance. I don't know what to do, sorry. You have a yeah. master, you should talk to my girlfriend, Amelia. She's learned how to ignore me for <laughs> ignore you, yeah. an hour and a half. <laughs> I can ignore all kinds of people. It's, it's anything that's useful to me, I can ignore it. Well, there's the other, there's the aspect of, it's, they're not dressed like completely thief and policeman. We're using it as a contrast. But all right, so you saw somewhat of the thief, and now you're listening from and as the policeman, yeah? Yeah. I don't, I, I, sometimes I see the difference. The I don't even know what I see today, to be honest. Yeah. Allow the possibility that the camera can move back and capture the second one, yeah? Because it can. See, this is what the head does. The head gets that some somehow this gets a sense of something that's doing something. So now it sees it. 
but it's there's an assumption that it's you behind the camera and you're seeing the selfie before the camera but that's that second one is still before the camera yes the second one yes the one that you're speaking of now that says i'm never going to get it and shit like that yeah. that's the yeah. second aspect of the same thing it's implying that it's now seeing everything from behind the camera and it's pontificating you're never going to get it that's before the camera yeah i mean i know it's before the camera it's just i don't know how to get behind it you know on. you you hmm. hear an understanding of that possibility and then the mind does the rest the camera opens up and then you see what you used to look from I found it triggered by an understanding, and some of those understandings were triggered in satsang. I went to satsang, I heard people, and understandings would trigger. And it was the way I could picture it as an image was, the aperture opened up and moved back. It, not, it didn't just open up, it moved back like this. Yeah, so here I am, I'm seeing self, and here I am. Then the aperture opened up like this, and I was caught in the uh, picture. Whoop! I saw the second aspect of selfie. Not, not with an understanding. The understanding triggered a possibility, and then it became possible. The camera moved, and I was, it, I, that set was behind the camera, got included in front of it. It just went, whoop! It didn't just go like this. It went, and I was, in, it encompassed me, yeah? And I saw that which I was looking from, the second aspect of it. So first the aspect, oh yeah, I recognize the selfing, but then there was the feeling that I was the one who was recognizing the selfing. You know, and of course it gives itself the credit that that's really what you, that's who you are, Paul. And then that was shown not to be true. Then I would see other things and the head would do the same statement. Oh man, I'm in such a clear position or place. And then I'd see that as not me. And then basically there's a point where you've seen enough. It could be the one example, it could be over 50 examples. It doesn't matter. They're all going to arrive at a prior condition in a weird way you've seen enough yeah i don't i don't I'm not vigilant watching the claiming going on i know the claiming's going on and i'm not of it yeah yeah and this isn't going to get trained not to do it once it's revealed as a thief it appears as the policeman once it re revealed that it appeals as the priest or the teacher yeah on and on you'll just catch it and after a while, you catch it a few times, and now you see it's a habit. No volition, you're not doing it. There's no volition on your side. It's mechanical. This gets triggered, begets that, begets this, begets that. Now you've seen it, there's a loss of interest in it. Yeah, a loss of interest. A loss of interest. So it's going on, but you're not attending to it anymore. It's not like you're unaware of it. You're completely aware of it. You're uninterested in it. It's different. When you're unaware of it, it has you by the gonads, probably. But when you're uninterested in it, and because you are aware of it, that's completely different. Yeah? You lose interest in self. You lose interest in self. Yeah. 
you see that when you try to lose in interest in selfing as selfing, that was more interest in it. You got it. You don't need any more examples. You, the whole, the roof has caved in on that one. All right. So now these are over, and there you are. You're still here, and you lose interest in the activities. Do I? Am I aware of selfing all day? Yeah. Am I? Is it emphasized? No. I have no, not much interest in it because I'm aware it's selfing. <laughs> if, it, if I was aware of it as me, I'd probably be following it, but it's not. So I've lost interest in it, yeah? And what's happened? I've gained interest in a lot of things, yeah? I've gained interest in things that seemed impossible from that point of view, are readily possible now, enjoying peace of mind, serenity, yeah, yeah. Knowing you're in good hands. It doesn't matter what hands they are. You're in good hands. <laughs> I'm not checking the nails and everything. Just I'm in good hands. I don't look down. That's when you're really in good hands. You're not looking for the good hands. Yeah. <laughs> you just. Yeah. So yes. That's what I would do, Don. Don't listen to the thing. It's just yapping, like you said. Uh, its effects are happening, but they're not happening to you, thank God. And you get to see it in, in its gyrations. It's going to stop. Yeah. It can't keep those pants up. It's the emperor's nature is to have no clothes. You're going to see, you know, it, you'll see it between uh, wardrobe shifts. <laughs> it's fucking naked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just this is how it's happening with me i i have did not do anything after satsang seriously before i was on retreats and a lot of stuff after a certain amount of satsang that was it i never did anything yeah i have this story it's just silly but i have the story it comes sometimes which goes that Grace and the divine proctologist have gone to Hawaii and on holidays they decided to stay there and uh, they're never going to come back. So I'm unique in that. They're never going to come back and help me. I'm just left here. All right. So let's say, okay, they're never coming back. So what? That may mean that you don't need them. Maybe you don't need a divine proctologist. I don't know. I'm just joking, but I just, you know, it feels like I'm waiting, waiting, waiting for something, you know, and I'm like, I'm not supposed to do it. It'll just happen. I don't know. And I'm kind of being very patient, but not being very patient. Well, now, at least you're seeing what you're not. You still got some stock in it, but it's, yeah. you're at least seeing it, which is good. And then there'll be a withdrawal of the stock as you keep seeing it. There will. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. change. You're just going to lose interest in it. Yeah. 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 So now you may think you have you have a lot of interest and it's uncomfortable. It's not going to stay like that. It's like if your head is in the tiger's mouth, you're going to get to the colon sooner or later. You're not going to go out of the mouth. I mean, you're you're on a one way train now. <laughs> There's no backing out <laughs> of the tiger's mouth. So basically steam ahead <laughs> and it's not you get 
It's sucking you in. You're not. I dove into the tiger's mouth. No. You're getting sucked in. You've, you've hit a different gravitational pull. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Now there's, hey, Don, how are you, man? Thank you. Yep. But yeah. Thanks, Don. Uh, well, I think Gary C has his hand up. Gary, all right. Oh, Gary, nice to see you. Nice to see you, Paul. Thanks, Don. I love your presentation. It kind of works with what I wanted to talk about. And and really thank thank you, Paul. I, I don't know, like I said earlier, you know, I've never heard this stuff someplace else. It seems like simple in a way and complex in a way, but I really am grateful that you keep pumping the message out because Gosh, I needed to hear it, and uh, several times, and I don't know how many times, but it, it it's working for me. Um, you know, even to be able to, like, in the midst, in the middle of the night, to pull up a video to, uh, oh yeah, that's right, God, oh yeah, oh yeah. So <clears throat> it helps. It really helps, and. Uh, I wanted to share this image that came up for me when you were talking today. It's like, it's like Gary is a mental map maker. He wants to just create a uh, good map of how it is. And <laughs> it's, yeah, and, and it's like he takes everything and makes a map out of it. And then he even comes to Paul Hederman's presentations and says, now I'm going to make a better map because Paul's going to give me more information. I'm going to make a better map. But, but it's like, that's the thing. <laughs> that it's recursive. I don't know if anybody knows. Recursive is when it takes an equation and it takes the result and it works on that result. And then it takes that result and does it again and again and again. It makes this mental map, and he and he, and he works his butt off trying to create, you know, the exact how it works, and and um, it just it's it's kind of a different way of saying I think what you're talking about. It's like look him; he's he's trying to recreate reality. He's trying to get an accurate map. He's trying to see just how it is, and and working himself his fingers to the bone and it's like it it's it's hopeless and there he's and he's taking that and doing it with that and he's taking that and doing it with that that's yeah. you know when, when it's like a wave it starts to tumble and it's like wow this guy is just not gonna stop is he? he's gonna keep doing what he's doing and it's like at that point i can only pull back and laugh a little bit like Shit, man, he's doomed. Yes. There's no way out of that. It's like, but it's like what you're talking about. It seems like in the recognition of that hopeless tangle, there's a, a, a I don't know, not a separation really, but a, a, a realization that, oh, that's the one that's hopeless. And, and the seeing of it is not hopeless. It's, the, the seeing of it and and you got better words than i do for all that but um 
I really appreciate your you're put, pumping out the message here because it, it seems to be resonating here and I, uh, I'm just grateful. Well, thank you. Folks can't hear this, but uh, he was talking about the repetitive nature of the head just keeping on making a journey, you know, trip and everything like that. Yeah, that's great to see, especially as not it. Yeah, that's what do you think is going to happen? You're going to see of more of what you're not than you ever did. <laughs> That's what you're going to see. Because a lot of the shit, the more of what you're not was just assumed, implied, insinuated. Now you see it. Yeah? Because you're not of it. That's the beauty of it. So it may be uncomfortable, more uncomfortable than when you were out on a trance or a daze. But this discomfort is, has its finite little run. And then there's going to be a bigger platform. Yeah? Yeah. If you don't want to get to that conclusion, then just sign up for the trip. It'll, it'll probably chill out a little bit and, and you'll be, uh, there'll be some security in the pasture and the trough, you know, but you'll be whatever. So there's a discomfort. It's disorienting when all the importance and relative relevance you gave to life gets shifted by just hearing a message. Yeah, because finally the mental logic comes under scrutiny. Instead of using the mental lo logic to scrutinize everything else, it itself comes under scrutiny, which it doesn't like. Yeah, so it feels weird, and because it has an influence, you feel weird. Yeah, you may feel uncomfortable. Wow, I, I've lost interest in all this shit that was me, really, or I thought it was me, surfing <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah, it's just it's disassociating it's scary to it but remember it's like the skin and the snake you're of the snake the skin is telling you a story that it's the snake but it ain't and it's it's forecast are based on a false premise it's not you you'll do quite well when it's subordinate you will yeah but it has the megaphone you've been listening to it for quite a while what's going to make you stop right now and then when it has a five alarm thing, it's going to tell the snake because it's got a jacking into the snake brain. Hey, fucking put on a lot of moisturizer. Stay away from that rock. Don't go in the sun. You got to keep this. You got to keep me yeah, on because I'm you. But the fact is in the snake's view, it's had the sense of molting before. It knows it's going to be traveling a lot lighter. Yeah. So you weather the fucking storm. If it's too much, distract yourself. Watch Bloodline on Netflix or something else. Or there's some new ones now. Watch Dark. Watch Dark. Dark will get you going. You'll have to pay attention to Dark. And, and if you're paying attention to Dark, you won't be paying attention to you. And at that point, it's serving you. So get absorbed in something you're not. Not as something you're not. Yeah, just get absorbed. Yeah? And then things get much clearer and cleaner. Yeah. Like if you had a if you had a unpaying non-paying rent tenant and you wanted to kick him out of your house, you'd probably put up a fight. He'd be screaming and shit like that, and it would be uncomfortable. So you have a fear of that uncomfort, so you just let him run the show and you're living in your little room with resentments and shit. But he's got the run of the fucking house. You go through the discomfort, get him out. Yeah. 
He comes back. Now he's in the fucking, you know, the tool shed, not the fucking penthouse. His position is appropriate. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, of course, it's a little discomfort, un uncomfortable. People in this world now, in this America, there was a point where you would have to go through some shit to get somewhere else. And now people take pills. They don't want to go through any process. They, they don't want to feel bad for any fucking reason. Even that it may feel bad may be just a part of something that's going to be much greater. We never get to that other part because we're afraid. Yeah? Because we've taken the pill of selfie. Yeah, so you'll hear it next week. Everyone got lost here. No one can hear anything. <laughs> They're all waiting to go to coffee. I can I feel the pressure. I feel the pressure. Yeah, they all got the message. So let me say let me just say goodbye to everyone here, eh? All right, Dave? Yep, sounds good. Thanks, Gary. Thanks. Gary, thank you so much. Yeah. And uh Three years ago, you would never have saw that. It would just be impressing on you all day. Indeed. Yes. How much did it take for you to see that? Nothing. Really. You just Three said years. to me finally that you may not be that which you took yourself to be. And then a lot of illumination about that which you're not becomes available. It's seemingly not available as long as you're taking it to be you. Yes? Yes. But as soon as you have a sense it's not you, it becomes very clear. Yes. Why do you think it's why do you think that is? What's making the unclarity? It or you're believing in it? It's us, yes? Believe. Yeah. 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 That that obscures the vision completely. It's like... The only thing that could obstruct reality is reality. That's the only thing. Yes. We are yes. reality. So, Believing, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Oh, we're gonna pass it a few more times. I'm not happy with the returns here. Uh, <laughs> all right, David B. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. And uh, now we got this working. It's good. Yeah. Robert French, Kiwi, pleasure. Dono. This too shall pass, Dono. Yeah. Yeah. You never want to trust something infinitely that's finite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, we got Joseph. Joseph S. Nice to meet you, Joseph. I see you. I can't basically see you. I don't know where I put the glasses. Whatever. All right. Uh, you're just a vague image. I don't know. What? No, my other reading glasses. We got Tariq from Dover, always a pleasure. We got David from Oz, there he is. He's a breeder of a strange Australian dog, yeah. We got Sama from last week, nice to see you, Jay. There he is, thank you. We got Roman, oh thanks. All right, these aren't that good though, actually. Michael, nice to see you, Anu. We got Mary G. There she is. Yeah. We got Walter from the Netherlands. Chris G. Uh, we got Tyler. Gary C. Vlad. Nice to see you, Vlad. 
Portugal now, yes? Good. Yeah. We got Johannes, Germany. Stefan on having never left. He's my, yeah. he's the living example of, of having never left. I never, I always mix up Alina's, uh, Elvan, Elvan. Yeah. Nice to see you, honey. You got Suzanne. Yeah. John. Oh, Popeye. Now we got Popeye and the Big Lebowski now. All right. All right, John. Uh, I am that I am that I am. Angie, nice to see you there. Uh, oh, Oliver. Oliver always has good pictures there. We got Anne from the UK. She looks nice and toasty. Rami. Rami. She's, uh, she's, She's off the reservation. Yes. Christina. Christine. Uh, gents. I hope to see you again, gents. Susan K. Kenneth from Vancouver. Uh, Moni. Nice to see you, Moni. I think you're, this is your first time. No? All right. I'm, I'm, no, I've been coming, but just incognito. I've just oh, had a picture. Thank okay. you. Thank you so much, Paul. I'm, oh, I'm from Redondo Beach uh, kind of group. Oh, great, great. Yeah. Nice to see you, Moni. Thanks. Yeah. See, yeah. We got Susanna there. Uh, I think that's about it. Hey, thanks, everybody.